All right, we're ready to rock and roll. How's everyone doing? Welcome to, you know, everybody on DLive and Rumble. And is the foxhole working? Who knows? Because they changed their whole thing. So I guess we'll find out later. And um, welcome for anyone, you know, if you're watching the recorded live stream on BitChute, right? Uh, for anybody like normal, pardon the, some of these rare, I mean, with some of these, the profound minority Nazis, neo-Nazis who come over to BitChute, they, there's something that they like about this channel. I don't know what it is since they only come here to attack, but maybe they're seeing it. Because, ladies and gentlemen, everyone is seeing what is happening. Whether you're on the left, right, whether you're one of these far-right Nazis, everybody sees it. And you can think that you knew what, what was going on, but everybody sees it, people, right? And welcome to everyone on the Truth or Not Radio Network, right? The, the enemy, as we have been saying on this channel, is in an irreversible position. They cannot put the mask back on. Nothing can stop what's coming, people. They cannot put the genie back in the bottle. We trapped them in a corner, and now they have to say, they have to go along with their hatred. And we begin tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing a real 4 a.m. talking point this weekend. The old man, the fake resident, came out last Thursday, before Thursday, Thursday of last week, with this Hitler-like speech. Everybody was shocked. Trump has an amazing rally, on the other hand, in Pennsylvania, and now... All of a sudden, we saw several networks, MSNBC, of course, they followed through with Biden's bizarre Hitler speech. Biden himself doubles down during the week. And I said to everyone on this channel, that's exciting. That tells me that it was a perfect time for them to withdraw. And naturally speaking, Biden did take it back by Friday. If you guys remember, Friday of last week, well, now we got to say two weeks ago, right? Because today's Sunday. Friday, two Fridays ago, we, we knew that Biden realized it was an obvious mistake to roll out the Hitler speech. And he took some of it back. But we saw that between Friday and this past Friday, all of last week, the enemy was trapped. Art of war. This is what Ghost in the Machine is all about. You think under any normal circumstances, they would have taken it back. They would have pretended to be with the Republicans. So, but they couldn't. So they've created this total synthetic engineered concept. That being that more than half the country, which is MAGA country, is actually this tiny, tiny group, this fringe group. Super duper duper minority. <laughs> we said we talked about this last week. So at this point, let's not get too confident, but we could see where this is going. There's no turning back. And Trump is going to rub it in this coming Saturday. What? With another rally. Shocking. 
I mean, all Trump needs right now is an outdoor crowd. And I'm wondering if the next, if the Saturday rally, right? Um, is that in Arizona? Somebody remind me. I wonder if that rally is going to be an outdoor rally, because that's how you checkmate all these demons. When everybody is forced to look at this shocking crowd, because when it's outdoor, there's unlimited amount of people that can show up. So, 4 a.m. drops. We know about the 4 a.m. drops. They roll out the 4 a.m. drops this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. They are in this box. They can't turn back. And they have to play this card that they began, that MAGA is a minority, is a terrorist organization, a domestic terrorist, radical, and that there's this regular Republicans that are roaming around. Where are these? I want to know, where are these other Republican meetings? Where are these crowds at? Somebody show it to me. I'm prepared to give away cash. Come on. But anyway, here it is. 4 a.m. drops. Good idea for Democrats to fight to fight this on on this ground in part. I think the president is trying to alert the American people that we have a threat, and that threat is the extremism. <laughs> and the MAGA movement is an extremist movement. That <laughs> hold on, Donna Brazil. Hold on, hold on, Don. Just just stay. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, you know, just just throwing it out there. Go on, go on. That embrace conspiracy theories that do not support or adhere to the rule of law. But is so, that a winning... Remember, people, they're building this house on the sandy structure known as January 6th. But to keep this foundation that they've created, they have to hide 14,000 hours of video. And they have to hope that people don't come to channels like these. And websites like the Gateway Pundit. And many, many other websites. Where you can see thousands of videos showing that Antifa, this was their events. Political argument. the, The Democrats have so many things to campaign on. I was looking just the other day and I'm like, my God, now now I finally got a whole page. Okay. (laughs) So yes, we're going to talk about. So she had, she's, she's joking, right? They have nothing to campaign on. So their only thing that they're going to campaign on is that MAGA is a minority and they are domestic terrorists. Think of how bad this is. (laughs) The threats to our democracy. We're going to. We, uh, we know that that's what you're going to campaign on. But that's not going to work because we are the majority. Come to on, To talk people. about what the Biden-Harris administration has done to improve American lives. Yeah. Oh, we just love being in a depression and a recession. We love paying $5.50 a gas. There it is, people. This is pure satanic delusions. That's enough of the show. And she, go, I mean, she wants to talk about what, Mac, what, what Biden has done. What have they done? We're in the middle of, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we're basically in a depression. We're right now in a deep recession, arguably in the middle of a depression as we speak. But they're rolling out, this is shocking stuff, people, and then more, well, um, yeah, uh, 
more of the sorcery, shocking sorcery, listen in. Came together after those attacks. Would that be possible today? Well, I hope that it will be. And I give President Biden a lot of credit for trying to continue to reach out to people while still sounding the alarm about uh, the threats to our democracy. You know, I remember very well um, two days after I gave that interview being in the Oval Office with then President Bush, uh, who asked me what we needed. And I told him we needed $20 billion to rebuild New York. And Wait for it, people. Keep listening. She's going to say something that's going to make you laugh. Wait for it. And he said, you've got it. And he was good to his word. And there were all kinds of political conversations about that, but he never wavered. And I wish now that people would come together behind President Biden, who is uh, doing an amazing job trying to rebuild our manufacturing sector, trying to deal with climate change expand health care, all the other things, including trying to do something about gun violence that the vast majority of Americans approve of. So we are in a funny position, uh, Dana, because the vast number of Americans approve of what Biden is doing, she is saying. That's the first hook. But wait for it. It's still coming, people. All right. We uh, the vast Americans love that he's fighting climate change and getting rid of the trying to get rid of the Second Amendment. Yeah, we just love that he is doing that. But there's a small but very vocal, very powerful, very determined minority uh, who <laughs> wants to impose their views on all the rest of us. And <laughs> right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> This small, very, very, very small minority of people, they're so small, then why is there like two days of standing room only for every little mega, this no big deal rallies that Trump is having? So, I hope you guys under, appreciate what we're talking about here. They built the argument that MAGA is violent based on their false flag from January 6th. And MAGA is this small, tiny, 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 tiny group of... Where are these capacity crowds for Mitt Romney and, you know, the rhinos? Where, where is this? <laughs> I mean, all right, you guys get it. And then we have this, more. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is happening all over. Democrat Senator Warner, U.S. domestic threats, greater than terrorism. And we're going to talk about 9-11. Obviously, today is the anniversary, the 21st anniversary of 9-11. We're going to talk about that later. And Warner is coming. There it is, people. He's coming now. Talking about the stunning thing to me is here we are 20 years later and the attack on the symbol of our democracy was not coming from terrorists but it came from literally insurgents attacking the capital <laughs> on January 6th this is what we are dealing with they built this entire house on sand think about it 
So the election steal, January 6th, is the entire foundation of their existence and their hope for survival. Think about it. More. CNN, they don't want to lose their job, so they're rolling out these contributors. Get it? And whoever the demon is comes out. Dean Obadala, whatever, marks what? 9-11 by comparing Trump MAGA to bin Laden terrorists. <laughs> there it is. He puts these several posts equating President Trump and MAGA Republicans to Islamic terrorists behind the deadly 2001 attacks. Of course, we're going to talk about 9-11. They did 9-11. There's nothing different from the bad guys that are the bad guys now from 2001. Same exact cabal, same everything, same plan. Read my newsletter today, same thing. Nothing at all has changed. But um, if that is not enough, this, um, listen for yourself. Um, As a former president and a potential 2024 candidate, how much should that factor into the decision to charge him? Well, I wouldn't dare tell the Department of Justice what to do. As a former prosecutor, mm-hmm. I will tell you, I have uh, my I, I am not in the business of telling a prosecutor <laughs> what to do with their case because they know best the fact. Hey, stupid! What? What's with the smirk? This has got to be the stupidest person on the planet. Sorry about AOC. This is it. I, I'm, I think that that's it, people. This has got to be the stupidest. You know what? In, on the planet as we speak. But anyway, listen to the evidence um, as applied to the law. And so I'm not going to tell them what to do. And certainly uh, the president and I in our administration, um, unlike the previous administration, right. have been very, very um, careful to make sure that there is no question about any kind of interference in terms of the Yeah, we would never interfere with anything except that other than us starting and authorizing the whole search against Trump. Other than that, we would never personally interfere with anything. They really think we're that stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, we just went over the, the Biden signature on the search warrant. Uh, these documents that led to the search warrant. We just went over that the other day. We would never, never, never interfere. <laughs> but listen, it gets better. Decisions that the Department of Justice makes. All right. In that regard. But let's, let me All right, get ready, people. Here, get ready. This is classic word salad. Let me try to go to 60,000 feet. What do you say to the argument that it would be too divisive for the country to prosecute a former president? I think that um, our country is a country that has gone through different periods of time where um, the unthinkable has happened. um, And where there has been a call for justice and justice has been served. And um, I think that's potentially going to always be the case in our country that people are going to demand justice and and they rightly do. Ladies and gentlemen, does anybody know what what did she just say? Uh, Again, people, I mean, you cannot... Again, listen to the question and then listen to the answer. What is she talking about? He asked her a simple, simple question. As a former president and a potential 2024 candidate. 
listen to it again. I think that... No, let, let, listen again. Listen to the question. Listen to this answer. Like, what is she talking about? That it would be too divisive for the country to prosecute a former president. So what do you say to the, that some people say it's too divisive to, to prosecute a former president? Straight, simple question. Let's hear that answer again. I think that um, our country is a country that has gone through different periods of time where um, the unthinkable has happened um, and where there has been a call for justice and justice has been served. And um, What justice has been served? This is embarrassing, people. What justice has been served? So I'm, I'm going to answer the question. She knows that she lied a second ago when he asked her. When she was saying, oh, we're completely neutral. <laughs> and she's saying justice is served as in, you know what? We started this against Trump. So what? You know, deal with it, Trump. Now we got you. Like she's admitting that this was an offensive move by her and Biden. But a second ago, she was saying how neutral she was. Either that or she's completely lost her mind, which is also possible. But think about it. What, what, what justice? What are you talking about? She's acting like Trump has already been not only indicted, but already sentenced. These people are so stupid. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. I want to focus your attention on this. Be aware. I mean, a lot of you guys already know this. Bombshell DHS oversight report. Biden resettled, quote, not fully vetted Afghans in the United States who may pose risk to America. This is brewing. It's not going away. This regime has a couple months left before the real trials begin, the real hearings. And they're running out of time, and all of a sudden... I don't know what this is all about. Maybe this is something to do with the military intelligence. I don't know. But DHS Inspector General all of a sudden is issuing this bombshell report that accuses the fake resident of resettling Afghan nationals, quote, who were not fully vetted. Yeah, where have we heard that before on this 21st anniversary? <laughs> and we played this and while this is happening, on the heels of this bombshell Project Veritas report, and um, we played some of this before, but again, keep, look at the context, look at the timing. A source inside the federal government has come forward to reveal suspected terrorists are roaming freely inside the United States following the Biden administration's exit strategy in Afghanistan and the government's initiative to shelter fleeing refugees, known as Operation Allies Welcome. I am so, so proud of what we were capable of doing and what we did in Operation Allies Welcome. We have evacuated nearly 28,000 people on both U.S. and coalition aircraft. We are conducting thorough scrutiny, security screening. Anyone arriving in the United States will have undergone a background check. The records- yeah, right. And we know the record. He goes on to show you all these terrorists that are coming in. App Operation Allies Welcome. Keep that in mind, people. On this 21st anniversary of 9-11, keep 
that in mind, they're setting up the stage for the next what narrative. You think they would uh, they would hand over another big nine eleven attack into the hands of these Habib and these Muhammads out there? Yeah, right. That it's just like any other false flag. Same thing, people. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying it again. Look at the timing. DHS saying, you know what? We got a real problem. Hey, Biden. And don't forget, the clock is ticking. The judge is waiting for the communications with Biden and Fauci and the whole Biden team with social media um, about COVID. All the stuff that we talked about the other day. So, a lot of things, a lot of different clocks are running out. And I'm just showing you the visual of this. Be aware of this. Biden... Biden effect, Taliban now controls more territory in Afghanistan today than they did on 9-11 21 years ago. I mean, look at this compared to this. Let that sink in. Think about what we're saying about this operation. Allies, welcome. And what's brewing and we know that the military is the only way. Just think about it. And ladies and gentlemen, In that context of what is brewing, wrap your mind around this. Because this is one of the most shocking headlines of the year. And if you don't know about this, well, pay attention. It's all going down. Think about this. This demonic Democrat Illinois governor pulls the trigger look at this people Illinois Democrats says bail abolishment they're implementing this abolishment of bail that is going to free what? it's going to free suspects charged with murder kidnapping burglary and like it says here the gates are open and this is in Illinois, where you have Beetlejuice, and they're already shocking levels of criminality and crime. Get ready. This is shocking. A new uh, law abolishing bail across the state. It's not, it's not going to be just Chicago. Get ready. Passed by Democrats and signed by Governor Pritzker, will free from jail thousands. We're in a real war, people. They are releasing thousands of brand new soldiers in addition to these terrorists that are roaming around in this operation in Afghanistan. And they are releasing the most dangerous criminals, like the real criminals by the thousands in Illinois and it's already been signed while they are trying to take everyone's guns away which coming up and while they are radicalizing the children don't believe it here it is we got to go out to the people it's not directly affecting. Yeah, if you're gonna throw a brick. Yeah. 
Cover journalist met up with middle school English teacher Arian Franco. Ms. Franco, who told us beside teaching English language arts to more than 60 teenage students a day, she says she uses violent protests as a learning tool for brick throwing. The report goes on. You guys know, I give you guys samples of these reports. Shocking stuff. This teacher is coming out, as you heard it right there. She's coming out flat out admitting they are training the innocent children. They're putting them in this warlike mindset. And at the end of this whole secret interview, she admits that she is having them recite the Pledge of Allegiance, but they are switching the words around to where they are basically pledging violence essentially against the country. And she's lapping it off. They are fully training the children, preparing them for the big war. We knew this day would come. I wanted you to see some of that. God bless Roger Veritas, James O'Keefe for continuing to put this out. We're seeing the, that's the front line of the actual war, ladies and gentlemen. All right. While the economy is in full collapse, we're seeing we are in the middle of the new world order. It's all happening. Everyone should be like Bernie and channels like these. You guys were right. Humble yourself for once, please. These people that are still not accepting that this war is real. And a war involves two sides. Think about it. So with the economy collapsing and record food prices and record gas prices, and people unemployed, and people are dying, and literally dying, literally, from the vaccine, and dying from other causes, suicide, for one, and murders, and record crimes everywhere, and they are emptying out the prisons in other countries, and now they are emptying out the prisons here. With all of that happening, and we see what's happening in New York with the gun-free zones, and we see what's happening in California, these hardcore Marxist states, we have Janet Yellen coming out, boom! U.S. must look to wind, excuse me, to win sun for energy, not oil and gas. So they're doubling down on their agenda. And be aware of this. I just want to throw this out. These climate activists in the U.K., these are criminals, first of all. They're, they're going around <clears throat> creating mass havoc, drilling into tires, and they're getting all these tires all these trucks, flat tires, literally these criminals, climate criminals, disrupting dairy supply across the UK by disabling all milk trucks at processing plants. Keyword, all. And some of you guys have probably seen these videos. These are shocking videos. And when it's all over, they are still referring to these demons as activists. When you go, I mean, look what they're doing. They're literally 
engineering scarcity. They're laughing it off in the name of climate change. And when it's all over, they are, like it says, that one of them is saying, yeah, we paused our what? Our nonviolent campaign out of respect for the British people following the news of the Queen Elizabeth's death. So they, they are still referring to their actions as non-violent. None of them, and when you read this article, they're just being removed. No, there's nowhere where they're being tried. None of them are being sent to jail. I mean, this is at least 10 years in prison. And how is this non-violent? So drilling and disabling trucks is considering is being considered nonviolent. Think about it, people. So you can go right now with a drill and drill a hole in someone's car and drill and just laugh it off. Walk down the street. Oh no, no, I'm nonviolent. All of a sudden, this, ladies and gentlemen, is nonviolent. Think about it. They're not putting them in jail. They're not doing anything. That's shocking to me. <clears throat> And be aware of this. We have climate hysteria take over as Dutch city becomes world's first to ban meat ads. Be aware of this. Again, the, 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 the Europe, European Union, all of the, including the UK, all of that is the new world order. So be aware of these brief headlines we're putting out. And while that's happening, while they are emptying out the prisons, in Illinois, kaboom. They've created this code. The international organization approves special code that will monitor gun store transactions, if you could believe that. And this is International Organization for Standardization, the ISO. And again, people, this is about a special code that they have created to track. This is all about gun control. And you have Elizabeth Warren coming out saying this approval is an important step towards improving coordination with law enforcement and preventing gun violence. Yeah, right. Laugh out loud. That's going to present. There's no evidence whatsoever that any code or laws ever has prevented any gun violence ever in the history of this species. They know that this is only about gun control while they're emptying out the prisons. And then we have visa caves will categorize, recategorize gun purchases so Democrats can flag them. Think about this. Big, big, big moves. But I already know we're going to get our new republic. Think about this. Obviously, everyone can buy a gun with cash, but I don't think they should do that. I think, go ahead and use visa. Let them do this. And then you sue them using the Second Amendment. Take the, they take the case to the Supreme Court. I think we need to resist instead of running away and buying guns with cash. No, we should confront them on these big, big moves. <clears throat> think about it. All right. Again, people, it is the 21st anniversary of 9-11. Maybe we'll get into 9-11 in a little bit. <clears throat> But first, um, be aware, before we wrap tonight, just throw out a couple extra stories. We have Clinton-appointed federal judge bars Arizona officials from enforcing new law to remove dead voters and to remove non-residents. 
and non-citizens from voter rolls. So I'm only showing everyone this headline because think of the desperation. This tells me if they're doing this in broad daylight, and it's a, can we get a look at her face? Can, can we stop using the mask thing? Come on. So if they're doing this, blatantly blocking election integrity, obviously that means that they are planning. They know their only campaign, like Donna Brazil just said, they have nothing planned except to sell you on MAGA is a minority, MAGA is domestic terrorism. That is their November election plan. So that tells me that if they're going out of their way to keep these laws in place, that they are planning and they are hoping to steal the election. Which means if the only way to stop it is going to be through the military, which they, I believe, will stop. Think about it. So that, I mean, goes to the psychology, and then you have this. Speaking of psychology, Biden DOJ pushes for judge to appoint Democrat donor as special master. The problem with this is, ladies and gentlemen, that they, the Democrats and the Biden team, just a couple of days ago, they were crying for, for there to not be a special master. While the fake, disgusting, cackling, giggling, smirking, annoying, stupid vice resident is on TV saying, yeah, we're going to do all these things and we, we would never, you know, we're neutral. Well, you know, what, 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 oh, justice was served. What are you talking about? So a couple days ago, they were against a special master. And again, this is what I mean by demasking. They cannot put the genie back in the bottle, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. They need a Democrat, <clears throat> Democrat donor to play the role of the special master. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. But wait a minute, Kamala gave away the role. She said that justice has been served. What? Think about it, people. They're that desperate. They're trying to have this Barbara Jones, this Democrat donor, to be the special master. It speaks for itself. Think about it. They can't hide who they are anymore. And then... Obviously, we have other things going on, and we talked about on Friday that they are that desperate that they are going... I mean, why is no one talking about all these Trump allies that were raided on Thursday and Friday, right? Why is no one talking about this? Well, or maybe someone is. So a Fox News alert for you, a remarkable story. We don't know the full parameters of it, but apparently the FBI has launched a full-scale purge of supporters of Donald Trump. That would be Joe Biden's likely opponent in the coming presidential election. And that purge has intensified significantly today. So Steve Bannon just said 
that yesterday alone, the FBI raided the homes of dozens of Trump allies. We want to get to the bottom of this story. So that on Charlie Kirk show today, we've been trying to run it down ever since. We reached out to Harmeet Dillon, who says she's got some information on this. She's managing partner of the Dillon Law Group. Uh, Harmeet, thanks so much for coming on. What is the truth? Well, the truth is that a few days ago, a political reporter called several people and said, hey, have you heard or have you been served yet? The FBI is going to be serving 50 approximately search warrants and or subpoenas on Trump supporters. And then, you know, within 24 hours of that, two of our clients, three of our clients actually did either get search warrants or subpoenas. And these subpoenas are extremely broad. They're from the capital siege section of the United States uh, Department of Justice's uh, D.C. office. And they ask for broad categories of documents. They ask for all communications dating from a month before the election until a month, two months after the election. And they ask for all communications regarding uh, dozens of people. And the categories are alternate electors, uh, fundraising around irregularities, around the election, and also a, a, a rally that happened before the January 6th uh, situation at the Capitol, so the Save America rally that happened. And so basically, most of this activity, if not all of it, is protected by the First Amendment. And the United States Department of Justice is telling reporters about these search warrants and subpoenas before they're executed. There's no other explanation for this. And I think the reason for this is to instill fear into Donald Trump supporters and into those who would challenge election irregularities right before an upcoming election, Tucker. So this is really outrageous abuse by the DOJ, and it is illegal for the DOJ to leak this information to the media, Tucker. If you alone have three personal clients who've been raided, then it tells you the skills. I can't believe decent liberals are sitting back and allowing this to happen. This will wreck the country, and they're saying nothing about it. It's really shocking to me. Hermie Dillon, we're going to stay. There it is. People think about it. So they are calling these people just to troll them. Maybe you're going to get raided. <laughs> think about it. Moves and kind of moves. But um I don't nothing is as it appears. To round out tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we all know they're coming after the communications that they cannot find. We talked about this the other day with John Ratcliffe saying, yeah, they need the communication. Uh, oh, no, Ratcliffe said they didn't get find what they were looking for. So what are they looking for? I think it's interesting that One America News has put out this report. See what you think, because if this exists, this technology that you're about to hear from, hear about, is this why they cannot find the communications? Nearly 10 years after Edward Snowden revealed the extent of government surveillance of Americans and American life, our communications remain largely an open book. Patriot businessman Eric Prince told One American News his new unplugged phone and OS provide encrypted peer-to-peer -peer comms immune from government access. We have developed a completely independent phone platform called Unplug Systems. It is its own hardware, its own operating system, our operating system, with its own secure messenger, VPN, antivirus, and store. The founder of Blackwater and the author of the book Civilian Warriors said his team learned the lessons from so-called secure apps. The unique thing about our messenger, for example, 
is when you download Signal or Wicker, you get one encryption key the first time. Ours generates a new encryption key every call, and it's all peer-to-peer. And nothing of the message data is stored on our servers at all. Without your data in outside U.S. government territory, there is no way the government gets in, he said. (laughs) If a warrant were ever to be delivered to the company to say, turn over these people's user data or their files, it's impossible because we store and keep nothing. Because the OS (laughs) does not have an app. Right there says Eric Prince, who we know has been working behind the scenes with the Trump team for six years now. And if Eric Prince is putting this out for public consumption in September of 2022, keep looking for those communications there, FBI. (laughs) Now, it's just me, but this technology would go pretty hand, would come in really handy, I don't know, like in a devolution situation. <laughs> what do I know? I'm just throwing it out for your consumption and your consideration. Thank you. Goodbye. And there it is, as we, before we round out tonight, flashback, Federal, feds approve visa for 9-11 mastermind. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed just before the attacks. What are, what, what are the odds of that? <gasps> and they're flashing back to this reality that people on the right, as obviously on the left as well, but in this case on the right, they're they're admitting that this they just approved his visa we don't know why how that happened it just had to have been incompetence ladies and gentlemen when it comes to 9-11 everything is incompetence this supposedly and to wrap tonight I remember this video from years ago <clears throat> I do not endorse the person who made this video he used to be a good reporter and he went on to get too crazy on me but this video i'll leave you guys with this video it's a dedication to 9 11 um the video speaks for itself to this day it is unmatched i don't think anyone has put together a video summarizing 9 11 the way this video is that we're about to watch and maybe there's one person who has never watched it If you have not watched, ladies and gentlemen, this is the story of 9-11 covering almost every aspect in a very succinct and comical sort of way, like as in truth and art. of September 11, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. 
These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10, 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours. Osama bin Laden. The administration knew within the day. Terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-TECH, Sibel Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. It was lied to by the Pentagon, the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, well, no one knows what they told it because they testified in secret, off the record, not under oath, and behind closed doors. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks, because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were failure of imagination, because nobody in our government at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes into buildings, except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on Able Danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC7's collapse, but that's okay because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise him, 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 and her. And her, and her, and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media which told you the hard truths about His head could be seen to move violently forward. And They took the babies out of incubators. And Mobile production facilities. And The rescue of Jessica Lynch. If you have any questions about this story, you are a batshit, paranoid, tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater, and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma, 
You will never, ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. This there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you must show them. I couldn't have said it better. And again, this is a classic video from many, many years ago. For your consideration, ladies and gentlemen, come on over and join me on truthonrtv.com. A lot is happening here. Check out the latest in the members channel. Right? And be aware, there are no options remaining, which is what we're saying tonight on the live stream. This is what's happening, people. The clock is running out. Join me. Um, you know, maybe we'll talk more about 9-11 on the members channel this week. Maybe we'll do a conversation on that. Um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, almost 3,000 people died today. Nothing has changed. It was the beginning of this period that we are in right now. I hope that makes sense. My goal has always been for people to connect the dots between what happened that day and what is happening now. Nothing has changed. Same bad guys, same globalists, same Marxists, same everything. It wasn't like the new, that was real, but then all this other stuff with January 6th, no, same thing. This is how they do it. All right? God bless you all. And um, thank you for joining me here tonight. And I, obviously, will be back tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern. God bless. I love you all. Join me on Truth Social. Thank you. God bless.